People assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Try to understand it, feel it. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does what says in the tin. I think it's best film ever. My name is Ian, and I'm Liam, and I'm Ethan, and that's it. We got a boys' night, boys', boys night. Yeah, so uh, we are doing um, the second. We did the first one was long time ago but we are doing a see it or skip it episode uh on tenet yes not tenet no not tenet 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 and i felt a little bad because i corrected ethan previously when i'm sure it's tenet but he'd seen the film and i hadn't so i went maybe i'm wrong (laughs) oh no i hadn't seen it wait was this your first time seeing it this is my first time oh okay so before i was like no film theory no this i was like oh okay i hadn't seen this before okay great so i knew nothing so it is a real first experience so obviously if this was in theaters longer or if theaters had been more um it was just hard to gauge what was playing and theater and cinema is 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 a culture and an industry that once you're out of the cycle i think sometimes it takes a bit to sort of think of it again as in you know, we weren't going to restaurants, you weren't going to bars, you weren't going to pubs, you're not going to concerts, you're not going to the cinema as much. As much as I'm saying, you know, we need to go see the cinema. I mean, we, we made a point of going to see Bill and Ted 3, our yeah. first. Over Tenet. <laughs> Never again. Well, you know, Bill and Ted was one of those, you know, confusing time travel things that kind of was hard to keep track of. <laughs> <laughs> we made the same joke with the Bill and Ted one, yeah. but, it, you know, it still works. Um, Am I right in thinking that this was released during the big first released, wasn't it? This during the COVID. it's weird. This and Bill and Ted were like the two big first releases. Yeah, but this was released before Bill and Ted saved cinema. Yeah, well, it kept getting like staggered because they kept delaying it. They were delaying it in the states, and they were like, "Well, maybe we'll release it in Europe and other territories because you know they're kind of around." Yeah, but Nolan was really fighting that this needed to be seen on the big screen until eventually. They went, look, we need to make some money. And he was kind of like, oh, okay, I don't know what the financials are. I don't have them. Because we are doing a Cedar Skip It. And Cedar Skip It's different from our regular episodes. Yeah. In that uh, I don't take notes, first and foremost. Uh, I don't do any context corner. We're just literally basically giving you the whole, we've went to see it. First impressions, what do we think? And yeah. so that's where we're right here. So the first bit is spoiler free. So we're going to be, you can rest assured, we're not going to give you any sort of spoilers. Uh for the first half, and then what we will do is we will um, give you a clear marker and say, after here, here be spoilers, and I'll put it up on the show notes as well. But at the start, just a general feeling of how did we find it, and I think the spoiler thing is very important in this one because um, there's a lot that goes on, and we don't want to tip the hand uh, too early. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm going to try and keep things really as generic as possible. Um. I'm even trying to figure out how to do a synopsis of the film without doing anything spoilery. I'm not being funny. It's a minefield, isn't it? Yeah. So (laughs) all we know is that uh, the lead actor's name, who is, is it John David Washington? Yeah, I I love Denzel's kid. He's fantastic. Oh, is he? He's Denzel's kid, yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I know him because he was uh, the lead in Black's Clans. Yeah, Black Clans. He's he's really good and funny in it. And not not funny here, but it's not that kind of a move. If there was humor, it wasn't his character bringing it. No. He has a couple good good lines, though. He does. Cool. He does. Usually callbacks to something that's been said earlier before. Yeah. Or situational humor, where he's not funny, but his presence in something is. 
Yeah. So um, I thought he was very good in this. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, it's the first time I've seen him on screen. And I think he had a good screen presence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting to see, I think at one point, you, you Liam, you said, yeah, you can kind of see his dad. You can. It's the eyes. He's a it? bit stoic. I think Denzel, maybe it comes with age. Maybe it just comes with, there's two different actors, but, you know, yeah. Denzel's a little more, you know, he'll do a bit more shoutiness, whereas, you know, his son's very feet planted kind of an actor. Denzel's more um, edgier with the fact that he's not had a privileged upbringing. And I think where oh, his son had a more privileged... And probably went to... I, I don't know about his education. I would imagine he did some sort of formal training. I don't know. I, I can imagine so, yeah. I would assume so. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but he kept saying, I am the protagonist, or I am a protagonist. He, he did, didn't he? And I'm going, you're not wrong. No. You're not wrong. And uh, in, in IMDb, I think he, it labels him as protagonist. That, that's that, that's, that, that, a, that's yeah. the character's name. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't think we, we ever do actually... Uh, I don't think that's a spoiler. I think just the idea that he's just he's just a guy. Just nameless. Yep, he's nameless. Mm-hmm. Um, thought he did a mighty fine job. Uh, I guess we're talking about the actors right off the cuff. But before that, let's just a general. Um, I'm I'm sitting here kind of trying to figure out what I watched. Yeah. 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 My I, I tweeted like three things during this. And the first one was me going, what the fuck is Tanette? Uh, which, Tenet uh, is what Fred, it is. Yeah, which, podcast, Wayne Smith, he, he, he very kindly put a, a breakdown of what the word means, so thank you for that. And then, like, an hour later, I went, I've got an aneurysm from this. Please yeah. stop. And then 30 seconds later, it was me going, wait, oh, I get it now. And I think that's a pretty good description of the plot overall, without getting the spoilers, mm. is the whole first half, you might be wandering through feeling a bit lost. Yeah. And then, and I was ready to come on here and, and kind of slate it. I'm sitting there going, ooh, this might be a rough one. And then the second half rescues it uh, because yeah. all, sort of things they set up in the first half pay exactly. off in the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It makes sense, but it's very, it's very frustrating like, to watch it as a film. First time. Imagine the second time. Yeah. I saw a headline. I didn't click on it, but it said the first time you watch it, it's disappointing. The second time, it's a masterpiece. And maybe it is. If you're the kind of person yeah, who goes, oh, I see what they did. I think I figure out what they've done. In the yeah. second half, I'm like, okay, I, I figure out what they've done and how you're setting things up. I don't need to rewatch it to get that. I appreciate it. It reminds me a lot because there's two kinds of, of Christopher Nolan films in my mind. There are the films that have stories or or premises that just hook you from moment one, and they play with structure and all those things. That's fine, but you, you're in with the story and the premise and the characters right off the off. And I'm thinking of uh, Memento. Uh, Dark Knight's not so much with time. It's actually quite no. linear for him. But yeah, still, yeah, yeah. that opening sequence, which is typical Nolan, big, big opening scene, or uh, something like, like, like Prestige, where these films are kind of... And yeah, Prestige, you had to pay attention, but I still think he cared about the characters and all that sort of stuff. You might not have known where they were going, and you didn't appreciate maybe fully until the second half, but there's that. And then there's ones where the premise is a little bit... Um, the premise and the idea is so big that they kind of hang their hat on it, I'd argue, maybe too much. Mm. And I'm thinking Inception here, which I don't care for, really. I don't either. People rave about Inception. I appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. I did not find that an enjoyable experience. I say this is my, a little bit of a, of, a, of a bugbear, I guess, or a catchphrase. But if I have to see that van falling backwards towards the water one more time, I, I get it. <laughs> I get how the system works. Yeah. And to a degree, I was worried Tenet was going to turn into that. I think it rescues it out of that, but it but, but it was it was 
it was yeah. maybe that metaphor it was kind of like teetering <laughs> on the edge of like a seesaw or teeter-totter or whatever you know culture yeah, you call yeah. it it was on one side and then it tips to the other and um, yeah very much so i, I have t- a weird sort of <clears throat> thing with christopher nolan i don't really enjoy his films that much I saw Dunkirk. I love Dunkirk. I've yet to see. Oh, that was the one I was talking about. It's yeah. I, they're very eventy. They're like mm. I got. You got to experience them. And I get. I I like that. But I like Dunkirk. I don't like Interstellar. And my main reason I haven't seen is that. it just tries too much to be like real pseudo intellectual, which is the main issue that I have with Inception. Yeah. I I sat down over Christmas and actually finally watched it. And I was like, oh, I don't. It's just not for me. Oh, you've never it, seen it Inception. Tried, I've never seen it, but I, I'd heard everything about yeah. like how, yeah. how mind-flooding uh, Inception is, and I was like, ah, okay, fine, uh, sure. I get it. But that's yeah. that's my main thing. That My big issues with that, with Chris Malone, is he tries to be too smart, and the audience and think they're so smart. <sighs> and also, from an audio point of view, I want to enjoy a film with clear, crisp audio, not just oh, like muffled sound, which no. is an issue I had with this film, but it's every Nolan. I'll, I'll agree with you. You said and that as well, didn't you? The sound, but especially, what is it with Nolan and putting guys behind masks? <laughs> and like being like, I can't, you know, what was actually happening here? It's just, it's just a bit frustrating. It's all about the mask for him. I guess so. Um, but we've talked about some of the, uh, well, one of the actors so far. Uh, I'd feel we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Hayden Christensen, old Anakin Skywalker himself, who I thought was really great in this film. Wait, what? I, I, oh, what? I think we have a different opinion. Where was Hayden Christensen? Yeah, oh, wait, no, I'm getting Hayden Christensen mixed up. No, no, Hayden Christensen. Do you mean to, uh, Patterson? Robert Patterson. Oh, my God. I was going to say, did I just miss something? There is one for 2021's <laughs> blooper reel. I don't know how I had that in my... All film long, I knew it was Pattinson, and then somehow I turned the mic on. And turned, I was making Harry Potter jokes. I make a single Star Wars joke while we're watching it, and then I turned no. the mic on, and I get stupid. So <laughs> Me and Ethan's face were just shocked. I was like, what? What have we missed? Maybe the podcast just went inverted. I don't know. So, uh, sorry, my apologies. Robert Pattinson, yeah. the, the other guy who... Yeah, good show. Um he was really good in this. He was. I thought he was fantastic in this. He was. He's yeah. fantastic in everything. Like I'm. Uh, he's fantastic I, I in, love- in, in Twilight. Are we really saying that? Yeah, sure. Oh jeez. No, no, I think he's he's just a good actor. I've seen him in a lot of stuff recently. He's fantastic in Good Time, The Lighthouse, which he did with uh, Willem Dafoe. He is fantastic in. I think he's figured out. Maybe even more so than. Um, Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe, who I yeah. saw in Now You See Me Too. Yeah, last night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was poor. They um, both did weird things because he did he did some weird stuff with Good Time and Dan Radcliffe did Swiss Army Man, where he's literally just a corpse with an erection. Yeah, I mean, the they're, they're trying to break that thing, and I think um, Pattinson's. It's, it's it, interesting that Pattinson's got himself some cred, and now he's going back into a franchise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's clever, really, in the fact that during the Harry Potter series, he wasn't a main prominent character well i don't know if that was his choice i think he just tried out for that role no but it it, it helps doesn't it yeah you know to shake that where with uh, daniel radcliffe he was the prominent face of harry potter so he had to shake that but then pattinson of course became edward in twilight and that whole oh, series yes, of, of films. course yes yes, See, yes. That's, the thing he, seen oh, that's the thing he had to shake off that i'm oh, talking okay. about so two oh, guys okay. who were both the faces of massive franchises and that could have been just who they were oh yeah, yeah you yeah. know that's exactly who they could have been and it's radcliffe had an all right start but i think he's i think he's sort of uh, stalling a little bit now. Yeah, he's a little Whereas bit. Pattinson's obviously found himself some some solid footing. 
Yeah. And good on him. Because Radcliffe, of course, did that a whole... He was on the West End or Broadway or whatever. He did the revival of How to Succeed in Business. He did yeah. Woman oh, Black. Yeah. He did the... Uh, what was it? The Doctor's Apprentice or something like that? Or Yeah, he yeah, did yeah. That, he did that horse one where he had to get uh, naked on stage. What's the one where that he had, was like... What's the one where they had the horns? Oh, horns. Yeah, horns. Okay, that would make sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did What If, which is a delightful little film. It's available, I think, oh, I on Netflix. Recently, if you've, yeah, if you've not seen it, uh, go ahead and watch that. But we're, we're getting a little bit off ourselves here because we're supposed to be in Tenet. And I thought, uh, back to Pattinson, I thought he was really, really, really good in this. I did. Funny, oh. kind of called his involvement very early on. He needed to do that. Because they keep he? his backstory a bit <clears throat> nebulous, but called it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. there's only one logical explanation for how this was going to go, really, I think. Yeah. I think so. But um, he was good. Now, I, I don't know if anybody, Ethan, if you've got the access to it, the woman who played the female lead in it, who oh, I've not Elizabeth seen. Elizabeth Okay, I've not seen her in anything before. Me either, but I, I love know her. her as uh, the gold queen woman in Gardens of the Galaxy. I think her name's Aisha. Oh, shut up. Is that her? Yeah, that's her. Um, I'm going to very quickly check because I've seen her in some very other stuff. Very tall. Well. She is tall. Yeah. Liam, you, you liked that she was tall. I do. I do like tall women. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, she was in The Great Gatsby as well. Oh, is she really? She's, uh, she's Jordan Baker in that. Is, is, she, is she the girl ah. who, they're, who they're going after in that? Is that who Gatsby's in love with? Not Gatsby. I think so. Yeah, is that who Gatsby's in love with? Yeah. 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 If, if you've been watching the most recent season of The Crown, she's also Diana in that. Oh, oh is she oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, she's I on fire. She is. Um, I really like her. I liked her. I liked her performance. I found her character. I didn't even mind the fact her character is for, for who she was. I found the me and my son to be okay. I get it. Every motivation is about, and it's a perfect quagmire. She can't yeah, leave her course. husband because of the son, but it's just a matter of going, you know, it just felt everything story wise. Her character always reverted to, to, to note one, which was my son, my son, my son. Yeah, I think that's always what, an issue with Nolan films. What is, the, what is your character? You're the mother. Yeah, the female characters in most Nolan films always feel are very one note and not very well sort of expanded upon. Which I didn't I think, think is she more was of a one Nolan note in this, You know, I felt like she had a really good arc to herself. Yeah. You know, what she went through. And there is, there what, is. The I think the weird thing was they decided to bog down the... Um, the film with sort of a romantic storyline that was sort of a simmering there. Yeah. yeah I was like, really will they, won't they? But yeah. that, that you, you might, you could argue you feel unfulfilled by at the end well, or, or this is sort of like they kind of went halfway with it rather than do more. Yeah. I, I, maybe I was, as a red herring, you don't know. Do maybe, <laughs> like, like the film needed one more thing for me to focus on. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the characters, and then we'll do what we liked and what we didn't like. Um, so, um, in his, if you're playing Christopher Nolan's drinking game bingo, Michael Caine shows up. He does. Yeah. And he's called Sir Michael. He's called Sir Michael. <laughs> is he? Yeah. He is, yeah. As he's leaving, you picked up on that, Liam. That was so good. Um, our protagonist just goes, Sir Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it wouldn't be a Chris Nolan film if Michael Caine didn't show up, or at least in 50% of them, he's got to show up in them. Absolutely. Um, Even as a voice cameo in Dunkirk, I think. Does he? It's just really weird. Yeah. It was weird to make the decision, I'm going to have my character talk while he eats. Yeah. Yeah, it looked, it it looked awkward. Like they just got him on the set for like a day. Yeah. We'll just do it in catering. Yeah. <laughs> just do exactly what you just did there, but we'll do it on on set. And it's like, it's just one more opportunity to go. Can, like, Nolan, can you not just give me anybody doing dialogue straight? Yeah. There's got to be always some interference in some capacity. <laughs> 
Um, and then I think the last of the big ones to talk about, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Oh, that shot. <clears throat> who, I'm going to say it again, thought was great. He was very great. As, yeah. as the figure of menace in the film. And you believed it. Yeah, and a convincing Russian accent. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to think there's anybody else. There's the guy, I don't have his name down in front of me, the guy who played the lead in the romantic comedy yesterday. Oh, yes, yes, oh. yes. The boat oh. driver guy. Yeah, boat driver guy. That's his name <laughs> on IMDb if we look at Wait, that was him? Yeah, that was him. Is that, that like him. the guy from yesterday? The yeah. lead, yes. That's why I the said Beatles, he was the guy who played Beatles the lead. Movie. Yes, the Beatles ready, movie. Ready on the flare gun. Mind flooded right <laughs> which now. Is, which, no. is, which is really weird because he was uh, he was so understated, I doubted myself until I finally did check. And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is the guy from yesterday. But Such uh, a minor role, wasn't it? It, it was, but it was. It's, it's amazing to see the range he obviously has. Yeah, definitely. In this, that's shock. That's actually shock. I'm just. I'm literally got my MDB up, and I'm scrolling to make sure I get the right guy's name here because I don't want to. Uh... Oh yeah, Kimish Patel. Kimish Patel. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, a, he's a good-looking man. Just got to sort of own that and go. He is. There was one scene where you've got Pattinson, Washington, and Patel all on screen in the middle of a city. And I'm like, this is the most good-looking combination of people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he got all the pretty people for this one. Very so, well framed. Very well framed. Yeah. Um, and then there was, oh, geez, I really wish I the the British soldier who kind of comes I into it him. a lot in the second and third act, especially. Yeah. Uh, didn't know who he was, but no. thought he was. He was good and solid and everything you needed him to be. I thought he was going to be a minor character. Because mm-hmm. like you say, you don't really come in until the second half. Yeah. But then he just sort of takes into his own. Because he kind of teams up with them, doesn't he? Yes, he does. So, uh, yeah, he becomes more of a prominent character later through the film. And I'm just realizing there's another character who I've completely forgotten about. What was his about. name? Uh, that guy's name? I don't know. Mm. I just knew him as Bold and Beard. Okay. <laughs> and then there's uh, Dimple Kapadia. Who, played, oh, who, oh, played, who yes. played Priya. And she was really good, I thought. Yeah, she was. Uh, I liked her stuff. A nice little bit of a subversion of expectations in the first act that plays off. Uh, I thought she was... I, mean, I think her performance is good. I think her character is not well-written. Yeah, there weren't much to say. Was she there? was just kind of like, here's what we need the plot to do in this yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Let's have him talk to someone or have someone fix him, enable him, assist him, get in the way of him. She kind of fulfills all those roles as need be. And it was just like... Eh, but her car- I thought her performance was good, but I just thought there wasn't much for her to, to yeah, for someone yeah. who shows up a lot. There's not a lot for her to do. No, no. So I think that's the main parts of the cast. Is there anybody I'm forgetting here? Uh, don't I can think of. All right. Uh, well, we start with some things that we again in a very generic sort of way, but things that we liked about the film. I'll say I'll start off uh, the action sequences, especially the fight on the Freeport. Oh, yeah. yeah. The two-on-two individual hand fights kind of going on. I thought that was really, really, really well done. Very clever. Yeah. Uh, Clever uh, in in the way they were shot. Clever Mm. in the way they were structured. I think structure is such an important part of any Nolan film. The sequence in which we show you things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that was important and uh, enough that you kind of – and memorable enough that – if, if there was a callback to it, it was, it was, it was paid off. So, yeah. So it's interesting kind of a uh, kind of concept. Um, something else that we, uh, I liked the storyline between the Russian and his wife. Yeah, I did. The idea. I do, and I do but that's also part of my grumble as well. That's fine. And it can, it, it can be parts of it as well. I mean, uh, the good part is I'm like, I'm like a regular deep dive. We can actually list multiple things that we have on our good list or our bad list. It's just very hard for me to chip in when I want, 
to do spoilers. Yeah, I'm, do you know gonna, what I mean? we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of do things surfacey, and then we'll come back and we'll yeah. do the specifics after the after the jump. I enjoy the sort of the camaraderie and friendship between um, Washington and Patterson. I think they, they they're fantastic, and they like just have this nice bromance the entire time. And whenever everyone's screen together, it just I just light up. They enhanced each other. They, oh yeah. Um, I said to Liam, I said when Pattinson comes on, um, I'm like, oh good. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he came in, I felt like my engagement with the film increased. Um, which having my previous experience with Pattinson stuff and it's the, the, it's the Twilight stuff he was forced to work with, I was never really that that big on him because of that. But he, I said he was really good, and therefore I, I appreciated the way the two of them played off each other. Um, so yeah, but I did appreciate the Russian's wife. I thought were were, were a nice name, and I thought even John David Washington and uh, I forgot the woman's name, unfortunately. Um, I thought they played really well. Yeah, off each other as well. Had a nice chemistry, which is why I kind of understand why they went down a certain way, but then didn't. I don't know. Um, it's a very clever film. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. Uh, we can sort of go. I'll say at the start, it's clever, and if you are paying enough attention, there are payoffs, and there are bits where, as we watched, it was like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe this is this, and you're sort of getting yeah. there at certain moments. You get there a split second ahead. I don't think I had that nolan moment that sometimes happens where you go whoa and your mind just sort of collapses onto itself for a second you go oh my god this is i did have one moment like that but we'll talk about yeah um but i did quite like um once you start getting into the swing of how the movie is progressing Mm -hmm. you then start thinking in a different way and then you start seeing things and you go oh i see that's Mm going to come in later yeah do you know what i mean so you kind of was seeing things as you start going through the movie so I'll, I'll say that he tries in moments where he goes, this could be confusing. I'll give you some sort of signifier for what might mean what. Yeah. Like with colors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah, there's yeah. a bit where, you know, uh, there's, there's a couple of colors and they mean different things. And that helps you understand what could be a complicated. Thank God for that. But I don't know if I was paying. <sighs> I told him, I'm like, uh, and then I, had to, I think it was you had to go to me. This means this and this. I'll oh, write. Yeah, 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 it does. Yeah. So um, my mind was doing backflips. I'm trying to A huge budget. The production values were off the charts. The special effects were fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm just trying to do anything else I really want to say on the good side of it. Anybody else have it on the good side? Uh, I think I've said, like, the thing is, all the other positives I have, I can only do in spoilers. The acting overall, I'll say, was very, very high quality. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. And that's Nolan. You can get whatever cast you want now. With the quality of people he had. Yeah. And, and he's, he's, he's an excellent director, and he's got an excellent cast, and, and, and they brought it. It was, it was, it was well done. Uh, I would have liked to have seen this one in the cinema, I think, to have experienced the bigness of it. But Yeah. It was wasn't really on for long, though, was it? Thing. Well, we, we, you, you really couldn't. No. You really couldn't. So it was a matter of did you go ahead and find your window, which you could watch it in between various... It, we're here in the UK between various I think it was only on for things. like a, a week, two weeks. It wasn't much. If that. It wasn't yeah. much. So that couldn't have drawn... See, that's another thing. A big budget movie like this, how is that going to generate the revenue and show reflectively what the film is like? Well, that's the thing, is that's why no, that's why all the releases are getting pushed. Oh, okay. yeah. Because you're going, we've spent $250 million on it. I don't know what the budget was, but that sounds like a low number, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We spent 250 on it. We've probably spent another 67, 60 plus. Uh, marketing it because that's not included in the budget mm. so then you know, you know that's designed for a film that's supposed to make tenants supposed to make a billion dollars 
I'm sure that, and I think that'll be a safe prognostication. Like if you look at Nolan's other stuff, and he's very big right now, and the hype, and Tenet had a lot of hype. It did, yeah. I think it's a billion-dollar film. And the minute you go, well, we'll just release it directly to the video. I mean, then you got piracy. Then you have all sorts of things that come along with it, and you lose yeah, control. Totally. And a family of five can watch it for what? What? What's a rental on on one of these services on a good day? Got, seven quid. Seven quid. Yeah. Yeah. They got cheeky with us though. You can't rent this anyway. You have to buy it. So okay. I I I, I bought it because I was like, hey, I, it's the least I can do because film industry and stuff. And yeah. I watched. I was like, I watch it on like a big, like my big TV with a soundbar. Still, still isn't the same. Still doesn't feel the same. I, I have the, I how much have the biggest spend, TV. How much was the DVD? Uh, oh, I got it on Prime, so it was like twelve ninety nine for a digital copy. Okay, so and that's. But imagine you buy one for twelve ninety nine. You have all your friends around. Oh right? yeah. And then all of a sudden, let's say you have five people around. Okay, maybe not in the lockdown situation, but, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. you know, you have that, or you, or you lend it to a friend. Go here, ha, ha, have a copy. Which is how, which is how we watch. I had a friend go here. Go, go ahead and watch this. And so, which which is your right with a DVD? You can say, "Hey, go ahead and go ahead and give give us a watch." I really liked it. Um, then you know what happens then because you lose those bums on seats sort of idea. Yeah. And so, a group of five friends who then go to see a film, you know, rather than taking in at a Cineworld, world that might net you forty pounds between those five people. Mm. Uh, you know, at, at the majestic, it's a little probably more like twenty five. Yeah, but then you have ancillary revenues on top of that. But you know, as opposed to that, you know, how much of a twelve ninety nine are 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 they getting? And then what does that do to the overall numbers? So I can see why yeah. Tenet's one of those ones that they held on to because they thought it was going to be the film that could bring people back to the cinemas, and then COVID just lasted forever. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. that's the problem, and so we have this coming forward. I mean, we've got. Um, Wonder we've, Woman we've got what well, we have we have well, Wonder Woman's just come out and then had yeah. to be pulled in the UK and yeah. put right back Down's onto on HBO Max now I think. H- well, all, all of Warner Brothers films in 2021 oh, yeah. are going to be released on HBO Max oh really yeah. that was a huge controversy because they didn't tell the creators no except but, like Paige Jenkins and uh, but, Gal Gadot but Warner Brothers because uh, the problem is I mean when theaters finally open I mean we're in for an absolute glut of huge franchises because the new oh, Top Gun yeah. films got to come out yeah, Black man. Widow still got to come yeah. out the new James Bond's got to come out the new uh hercule poirot yeah. stuff on the nile's got to come oh, yeah, out yeah, yeah. ghostbusters is coming out yeah, i forgot that was supposed to come out last year but there's oh. all these films that are that are like a backlog that they're like you know hang on mm. why because you don't why is black widowed why didn't we get the mulan treatment well then get the mulan treatment because that's a billion dollar film mm. so you're not going to release black widow and take a fifth of that so another thing do you think they'll shell things obviously they want to get the revenue from the film so will they shelve them for they're, a bit? they're still making them which is the weird part you know well what do you mean by shelve though like like instead of releasing you know they'd have like i don't know four or five weeks in a cinema watching oh, yeah. it instead of four or five weeks will they have two weeks for a film and then another film come out for a couple of weeks no how are they going to do Not it? because the market will decide so if, so, if, so if i run the majestic up in king's lynn yeah. and i'm running black widow and black widow is selling like 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 hotcakes just keep it would it. be stupid to, to, pull, to pull it before the well dries up. Yeah. So the, the secret is how long, but that's why you move it from your first screen to your second screen to your third screen and let the market dictate what will happen. But I think what we're going to end up with is if you're not a huge tentpole franchise and you're looking at a small cinema like we have in the Majestic, we're looking at four screens, mm. you know, good luck if you're not one of these giant players because those are going to be the ones that audiences are going to want to see the big, big things we've been waiting for as, as, a, as a group. Yeah, true. 
So um, that was that. Was that. Uh, let's talk about our grumbles as generically as we can, then we'll talk about more specifically after the break. Probably just a couple more minutes, and then we'll do the jump. So things that were rough, I will say, uh, I will say the film was a little bit too clever at times. Yeah, and I'm going to say, if you're Chris Nolan, I appreciate the fact that you're so intimately involved with this, that this all makes sense with you because you've spent years thinking, planning, writing, considering. If you're an audience member who's watching this once, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. One of my grumbles is the fact that, like you said, about wearing the masks. And it's a bit like having stormtroopers walking around everywhere. And you can't keep track of which stormtrooper is what stormtrooper. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like... How- times- and it, may- it makes sense for further on in the plot. It does. And, and you, you, you need to have some confusion for certain story elements to pay off. Yeah, but... But yeah. on the flip side, if you're watching it in real time, it's just really... I don't know who I'm watching, so if I don't no, know who exactly. I'm watching... It's one thing when, if if my if the people who I'm rooting for are, are fighting people who are masked, because then I can go, well, I know who my good guys are. Yeah. But there's a sequence in the third act where everybody's kind of uh, armied, camoed up. Yeah. And as a result, it's really hard to tell who I'm watching as as the, 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 the subject of the shot. And I'm like, which character is this? And if I don't know who the character is who I'm watching, then it becomes, I don't know what the emotional stakes are, if they're surviving or not, if they're winning. I, I don't know who it is. So exactly, yeah. How much should I care? Because it's one thing if it's John David Washington. It's another thing if it's uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. It's a third yeah. thing if it's British Army guy who yeah. comes, you know, three very different levels of how the movies condition me to feel about these characters. Yeah. So, Again, there was a point where a character runs off screen and then the, another character that I thought was the same runs back on and I was like, I don't know anymore. Yeah. And I get I get there's a reason for that later on. But watching it a first time makes it frustrating. Cause I, I like a film that I can watch it on multiple occasions and I can be like, yeah. oh, there's this, 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 and this. Uh, Hereditary was one that the first time I watched it, I understood. But the second time I watched it, I un- there was a whole new story element that you don't get the first time watching it. And if that if this film did that, that'd be great. Now- but, I've said this before. I love a film I can watch a second time and get something new mm. from it. But if your film requires me to watch it twice to 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 get it, yeah, that's a problem. It is because I should yeah. be able to watch a film and enjoy it the first time. Yeah, and there were times where I felt Tenet was guilty of this. Mm. Uh, if I'm going to add another grumble here, I'm going to go ahead and say um, I think Ethan touched on a bit the sound overall, but I'm going to I'm going to pick oh. a little bit on the score by Ludwig Göransson, who I really rate, because he's the guy who does the sound and the score in uh, Mandalorian. Ma- Mandalorian. Yeah. I thought it sounded very... Yeah. There's a lot... This sounds a lot like uh, the final episode. And I'll admit... The Dark Troop is being all techno. I love me some Hans Zimmer. And we, yes, I love... We, we know. Yeah. And this is the first time really in a long time they haven't worked together, the two of them. Wow. But... You know, this was typical. And you say what you will about a Nolan score. Sometimes they're a bit guilty of being, <laughs> yeah, Blah. and I'm like, all right. Now there were some neat bits which we can talk about after the jump, where we can talk about why certain sounds of the score might have been the way they were. Because I think there's some cleverness. Very that was clever. Happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's it's a very clever movie, and no one's going to say it's not. The yeah. problem is it's sometimes your your cleverness gets in the way of an enjoyable experience. Yeah. And I think maybe again it was a little bit of this. And sometimes you just want to watch the film and just enjoy it, not have to think too much into it. This one, you had to concentrate, think, watch. Like, I think I'm a clever enough chap. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going, uh, a bunch of times I'm going, wait, why are they doing this? And it's not like me to have to go, wait, catch me, huh? Yeah, I had to yeah, rewind notes. a couple times because I was, I, was <sighs> like, I don't know what they're saying and I need to hear it because Patterson says a very, a very important line like halfway through and I can't hear it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else on the bad list here? Um, I feel that uh, Christopher Nolan wanted to make two very differently toned films and just mash them together. I think he wanted to make like 
a romantic drama between uh, a married couple and i think he also wanted to make like a weird diamond heist type thing and just went you know what screw it we'll do this and add because they're three different genres that clash and sometimes work because of the context but for a lot of it i just feel like i'm i've edited three films together the, there is a weird heist movie thing that pops up in yeah. a portion of this and i was like uh okay um, just one last thing I'll say just in, there's a sequence that takes place on a highway which is very creative and interesting <laughs> it uh, is so is although a grumble will be even at the fire there's a certain part which defies the laws of all physics yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how you structured the story there's no way that takes place and we'll talk a little bit more about that no, after the exactly. jump so I think uh, in general we let's go ahead and give our see it or skip it rating now so anybody who's just catching the first half of it and going I don't know what I should do yet we can go ahead and, and give them the rating so last time we did this famously was Bill and Ted 3 in which <laughs> yeah. everybody except for Ethan said skip it and Ethan <laughs> said see it which I don't know if he's just trying to be contrary or what the deal was there but oh, no, I had a good time okay I Liam mean, on, on what's didn't but Liam tenet see it or skip it what is the judgment I'd say see it okay yeah uh Ethan I'm gonna say see it but you it's so diversified it is yeah, yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go I'm going to go see it, but mute your expectations. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Do not be expecting... This isn't the Dark Knight. No. This isn't the Prestige. Although there's, there's a few Dark Knight moments. There are a few Dark Knight moments. <laughs> we'll talk about But this isn't those films. It's not on that level. So which point, you know, if you look on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, it's like 7 on IMDb and 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a good yeah, film, yeah. but not the Nolan standard we're used to. And no. I think that's, that's fair. It's a big swing, and he caught most of it, but not all of it. Yeah. So it's not your typical Nolan home run. So that's three see it, but with muted expectations perhaps yeah. So yeah go ahead give it a watch it is a good time the first half is a bit of a slog but i promise you it pays off in the second half yeah that's it for the first half we're gonna be back with spoilers after the jump we'll catch you on the flippity flap the flippity flip flop Right, and now from here on in, here there be spoilers. You have spoilers. been warned. Spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Spoilers. It's time for the spoiler warning. If I can talk for eight more seconds, like, oh, it won't matter because I'm cutting some stuff out anyway. So we'll see, <laughs> oh, where, okay. yeah. we'll see where our time jump goes here. I think I'm probably going to go ahead and uh, play a little bit of something backwards from the vocals oh. earlier to see if maybe I'll do welcome, hey. welcome, 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 welcome and do that backwards after the jump. That'd be cool. I think that's what I'm going to do. A little bit of post-production for me. But yep. uh, spo- nice. congratulations. It's not flavor country, as Marlboro would say. Now you're in spoiler country. So, okay, let's talk. Okay, so we have kind of a... Well, it is a time travel movie, and it's not a time travel movie in the same concept. Yeah, it's, it's weird in that way. You can move backwards in time, but it still has to be linear. Yeah. yeah. You can't just jump to two weeks in the past. You yeah. actually have to go back and relive those two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that is the uh, premise. So, uh, and you can't breathe going back. You have to have a mask. Which, because this- as stupid as it is, and it is, it's a great visual indicator for the audience to go. They're inverted. Yeah, when the mask yeah. is on, they're inverted. Except for if you were me, because then they start having conversations in rooms. Because you don't want to have giant conversations with masks on for the whole time, which I no. do appreciate. But I'm going wait. How are they? Oh, the room's sealed. Okay, the room's sealed. I guess that makes some sense. Yeah. I suppose. But uh, 
I could have used maybe a little bit more deliberate signposting of certain rules or certain elements or certain something. I don't know. Yeah, because when you're watching some parts of the movie, you can see some not wearing masks and some wearing masks. And there's, they're there's interacting. The, there's that training sequence <laughs> on the boat that was where, where everybody's wearing masks who are like the named characters, but the, like the army guys in the background who yeah. are training, not a mask in sight. No. <laughs> so, because that's one of the things. And it was this weird idea that if you blow up, you feel cold. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. hot is cold, cold is hot. And I'm I'm like okay i don't understand so a tickling cause pain like how much how much of this <laughs> yeah, reverse what, thing yeah. actually makes i don't know if it does strange very strange um so a little bit more kind of open forum um what do we think spoilers are allowed i think the backwards forwards thing when they're fighting together is allowed because that's not really it's it, it drives the plot a little, a little bit more but it doesn't give anything away yeah. You know, um, like you're saying about the fight sequence, you see that twice from both angles and they both look backwards and forwards together. Yeah, there's a great sequence early on, which so ties good. into this, where the woman is teaching uh, the protagonist about the rules of Tenet and basically shows this thing with him uh, catching or dropping a bullet or something like that and goes, whether you play it forward or backwards, it still looks like you caused this this action. Yeah. Because free will still exists. And so we saw that then in the fight scene, because in both situations, it sort of looked right because we were watching our protagonist, the protagonist, our protagonist, uh, and sort of both times. Yeah, both both times. (laughs) We we were aligned to him in his current timeline. Yeah. And it looked like he was the one in control, even though it was it was so. So, you know, a really, you know, if there's a clever, my, 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 you know, the most clever scene might be that fighting sequence. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I called it at a point. The second that Robert Patterson took the mask off, like the first time I went, it's one of them. When he stops them and I went, yeah. Why are they masked and why is it such a big deal that they're masked and why are yeah. we why are we not why are we not being allowed to see who it is? Yeah. yeah. And when it's I two went, and oh, that's an indicator. What appears to be it's two and two, and it's not two and two, it's two and one, but you <laughs> think it's two because you see them in separate situations. Exactly, yeah. 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 So really clever as far as that went. Um some legit I mean some and again, when you're in that room with um, Kenneth Branagh and he's got his wife up against the the wall mm-hmm. and you're talking about he's trying to get information from the other side. Oh, this is where we see the past and the present. Yeah. So the future yeah. and the present, depending on your, on your perspective, yeah. in the same space. And thankfully, the room is tinted blue and red, which actually, if I went back and rewatched it now, knowing that red is inverted yeah. and yeah, blue yeah. Yeah. Is, is, the, is, the, is forward. No. Red, because they wear armbands, don't they? Yeah. Say red is the normal one. Is, is red is forward inverted. and blue's inverted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if, if I'd known that now, going back watch the second time, I'd probably appreciate that on a level I didn't see the first time. Yeah. But again, it was very disturbing for me to go, wait, what's, why is there, I don't understand. Because the language was, was garbled. So you yeah. had to like have like almost like a translate. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I felt the. <sighs> I don't know if it's a MacGuffin, but I felt the, 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 the motivation for what was happening was a bit weird. Because at the end of the day, it just comes down to there's a Russian. He got rich by basically selling his body through radiation because he's the only one who would go ahead in a post-nuclear meltdown kind of world and, and, and harvest these, these elements. And as a result, he got rich doing it. But now that he's dying, he wants to take the world down with him. And he's an army of henchmen who are all cool with this exactly yeah that didn't make why sense. would they 
I'm going to end the world, which means end your... Yeah, it's just so weird. Yeah, I didn't quite... He must have lied to them, because you wouldn't... I don't know. And help me out with this, because there's a big... There's some really clever bits. So there's the bit where we we get... Oh, what's her name? I really wish I knew it. The the woman's name. Oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah, what's her her character name? Oh, uh, Kat, I think. Kat. So we get Kat's backstory, and she tells us about the last time she was happy. They went on vacation, her and her husband. She pretended to do all the things that made him happy. And it's that great line about, you know, we're trying to relive past things and be a past version of ourselves, which actually feels quite, you know, in most relationships. I think, you know, you can kind of talk about, you know, let's go away and try and you think it's the things you do or the way you act or think that's gonna it's gonna it's gonna change the relationship but then there is the bit where she says i saw another woman jump off the boat and oh, yeah. that's that was my oh shit moment like yeah at the end i was like oh that that everything i get yeah like the second well, here, she got on that boat i went oh, okay but here's my question then she looked free she she looked free she looked free of any problem which was which was a nice payoff yeah but at the end we find out but she's de- had a dive off the boat after she's killed her husband. So where does he exist in this in this alternate timeline then? How does the other I version of him get on? Know. How does the other version of him get, get on the boat and have the rest of the movie that we've seen? Oh yeah, true. Because we never find out where the, is there an inverted version of the Russian who shows up on the boat later to help cover this. It's a mind bender. But he couldn't be. <laughs> it's. Because I guess she has free will and she can stop it. But for her to see the version of her jumping off the boat, then there has to be, be a version of him a version on the of boat. him that's no longer on the boat being dragged behind the other boat. And therefore, why didn't the version of her in the past, the first version of Kat that we see, yeah. why doesn't she not experience her husband being there? Because she experiences the other version of her jumping off the boat. Yeah. So why point. does she only catch certain bits and not all the bits? Hmm. Because the movie's got a movie. That's my uh, that's my <laughs> issue. I watched it. I went, okay, but where's the version of him? You yeah. can't have him kill him. You can't kill him off. But the idea of it, the whole motivation for this film is I'm bitter. And if it's a nice callback to if I can't have you, no one can have you, which is what he says to his wife when she tries to leave him. So that's how he feels about the world. I'm, I'm not, but it's like, I don't understand how it actually plays out. I don't understand why his henchmen are on board with this. And doesn't Patterson say at one point, um, you can't kill him? He says you can't kill him because he's got he all the, key. the and he, he's got the uh, algorithm. Yeah, like this felt very Matrix two and three for me. This idea about programs and what's yeah. going to happen. Uh, so and if he dies, he's got this thing to his body, like a um, a heart monitor. And if it, if it when it when he goes dead, it will automatically send out the algorithm and cause the inverting of the entire universe. Yeah, and my my issue with that was just going. Okay, so now they've taken it and they've hidden it, but does that now f- prevent him from ever knowing what they were? I don't know. Because he's had the cake. I don't understand how rescuing this one piece is going to stop the version of him that we see from knowing or not knowing it and having it programmed into a computer already. Yeah. Because we're talking about seconds. Because it's always, yeah. Because the, the, the guy from yesterday is on the boat saying, hold, 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 oh, not yet. Yeah, he's yeah, had yeah. a flare gun that he's supposed to signal her with. Yeah. So that was a bit weird. It was. And just the as far as the character, though, I don't I thought, think they knew how to tie the end up. Yeah, it's not the most rewarding. No finish. The movie wanted me to think it was a rewarding finish. Yeah, we have to hear them say, "Did we do it? Yeah, we did it. That's great." We've and we have to kill it. each other. Okay, no, no, we're not. Yeah. And Pattinson goes off to to die, yeah. basically, in a story that felt very River Song, 
Doctor from Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very where they're much obviously so. going. So, so the protagonist is meeting Pattinson at the end of, end his... of the relationship from Pattinson's perspective. Yeah. They've had a long, fruitful relationship that will occur in the future. Yeah. But we've got from, uh, but from obviously from Washington's perspective, it's, it's the start of the relationship. Yeah. How it's starting. So it's a little bit of a cheat in which he gets to go, oh, I'll get to spend many, many times with you. We're going to have some great nights. And it kind of is that pulp fictiony version of, of death not mean anything because yeah. we see Travolta finish the film walking out of the restaurant. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, which I guess is, it's a great way of cheating death because the stakes don't matter. Because yeah, we know he's going off to die, but we're not going to watch him. And that was a nice, that was a nice bit. Although again, it's one of those things you have to wait to the end because we see like, this little red tag. Mm. He, we see a red tag on a backpack, and he looks at it like he's shocked. Because you know yeah. when he was no no I mean I mean I mean the first time oh the first time. so when he's in the bunker for lack oh, of a better word yes he yes, sees yes. it he goes oh. And we're like, oh, that must be important. And we were talking about going, have I missed something? Yeah. And then later he sees it on pads and he goes, oh, but for that to work, why was he so affected in the bunker? Because he hadn't yet seen it's the one that Pattinson has. I think he that was a moment that was just meant for us. For us, but it doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense. To, it doesn't make no. sense to the protagonist character. To no, be, it doesn't. Because no. it's not like you just focused on it for us. We actually see him like looking at it with like an yeah. emotional response. There, I'm like, wait, well, again, what? is because there was no visual clue of who this person was. Yeah. And we need some visual. We need to make sure that Nolan's going, you need to remember this. Yeah. But unfortunately, they didn't give us a more, like they could have had him run away and just had like, as he's running away, have the backpack with the little red string in the foreground as he runs away and goes yeah. blurry in the background. And then when we see it, it means something for us. Or or have him look at it and go, what's this doing down here? But not realize, it's like an emotional response. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was strange. Very strange. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I oh, did. Go ahead. Oh, no. I did like the um, car chase sequence. I was about to go there, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the device that they are trying to get across the cars. Yeah. I thought the first time we see it, I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. That's, that's not going to work. And then... Then you see it again the second time, you realize that he's Washington in the car. And so many of these things that we think are just random things, we find out it's them in the previous go-through, which can feel incredibly rewarding, which is why I'm so angry that Kenneth Branagh is not on the boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because I'm like, you thought everything else through. Why is this left to a two-two? He's not on the boat. He's not not on a boat and not going fast and... (laughs) That's the issue I have with the film, though. This film basically takes like an hour and a half to explain the universe and then go cool the final like 40 minutes will actually make some sense to you now that you get a gist of the rules <sighs> but we'll throw you for a loop in the final 20 minutes anyway it does yeah. seem to be a bit of a, a theme in modern cinema with 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 the, with the auteurs of our time that they're, they're gonna that for some reason they really want to make you wait for it now because once upon a time in hollywood i remember being a very slow act slow, one, slow, slow, and slow. A, quite of a slog even into act two but it pays off massively in act three and i felt well, that's the last 15 20 minutes yeah, and I felt that Tenet, because it is a palindrome, not just the title T-E-N-E-T, you go back the way you came. Yeah. The movie was a Tenet, a palindrome. Once you get to the, the, once you get to the room with the two color lights, yeah. the film turns, and then it starts to pick up speed as you come back the other way and get much more engaging. However, I still don't understand what was happening in that first opening sequence when they're in the opera house. Uh, yeah. I think that must have just been a mission. I I thought we were gonna I thought we were gonna end up there. Wasn't it a mission to get part of the piece? 
I guess so, together. but we had those same sort of explosive bombs that we see later on in the film in the, in the third act. So I thought, oh, this is going to tie in together. But you see him, you see the British army guy with everything fixed together, don't you? So I'm assuming all bits were trying to make this one weapon. Yeah, or the, 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 the scientist in the future has put the algorithm, I guess, on these giant tablets. Why? Because we need a visual sign of it, same I suppose. Sort of visual sign, yeah. Like, really, it's just an algorithm. You could write it down on a piece of paper. <laughs> But, it was like Thanos trying to find the Infinity Stones. Yeah, but it's it like, was like finding bits. Why not just write it down on a piece of like, Why is it like this giant... Like, Who knows? But I guess because it just looks more impressive for, yeah, for yeah, a movie yeah. audience. But split those up. And so... And then we're like... We see him that his teeth pulled out. It's the idea that he won't succumb under torture or pressure. And the, the guy at the end, he's even like, oh, the clock's fast an hour. He's torturing him psychologically. Yeah. And he passes out. He's okay. And his teeth are back. And I'm like... Oh, so none of that first bit had any stakes whatsoever, except for it's your entry point to Tenet. And what I didn't understand is he go, we've rebuilt your mouth. Now, he was in a coma for so long. Why would you rebuild someone's mouth if you don't think they're going to pull through? Because the movie needs him to be able to talk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think that exists solely because we, we we see that he won't succumb to anything. There's well, nothing it, that can stop him. And then there is that bit near the end yeah. where, he, where he then tells Kenneth Branagh everything because of how he wants to save elizabeth the bicky but that's like if that's to lead to that there was a quicker way you could i mean it's it's, like foreshadowed it's it's them trying to do some character building but it just i mean i guess it gives you an exciting incident as well because nolan's famous for his opening sequences i mean again you think about dark knight yeah yeah and, and the opening scene but that was important in developing a character and it felt like the scene had purpose yeah, like, more, like, more purpose like, than, like it, than it had. It organically gave me the introduction to, and it's easier if it's the villain. I, I, okay, he's a hero, but then he has all these things happen to him, and then he wakes up and we're told, ignore all the plot points. Yeah. Just remember he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, But I don't know who the actor is who plays opposite him in that one scene. He's brilliant. He's great. He's brilliant. I forget who he is, but he yeah. is great. I have seen him in something. Yes. Um, it was a, I kept thinking like Transporter or something, or something where he plays a villain. don't know. But he's, know, he was very, know. very good in what was like, was like like a one-scene role. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, just, he stood out. I could have used more of him. Yeah. Maybe maybe have him a bit more than have, um, is it Priya? Priya. The woman who's the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the yeah, woman he keeps going into India to meet. Yeah. Like maybe have him as the guy he reports to and then have him be the cold. I mean, I know you get your subversion of expectations and you yeah. get a bit more representation by doing it this way, which is, which is, and she, she wasn't bad. No. But I think if he's the guy who's a little bit more cold blooded and is like, I'm going to kill her, I think that made more sense. Makes more sense and maybe plays into our expectations a little bit more. And yeah. sometimes that can be a positive, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my mind is just doing backflips right now. I'm just um, trying to think of this movie. Ethan, something else you want to say? Um, honestly, it's the same as Liam. I'm just still trying to piece everything. To- I feel like I'm going backwards with this film. I'm going for like the end to the beginning, trying to figure out everything that happened. Because <sighs> I have the ability to watch this again, and I might in like a month to tr- yeah. just try and see if there's anything I missed. Maybe but- with a different watch, a second watch, we will see. Yeah. There's something incredibly rewarding in the second half where we get to go back over the film we've already seen and see all the payoffs. So see how yeah. on the highway, he's the guy driving the car backwards and smashing and all that sort of stuff. We see uh, gunshot scenes that were previously one direction. We get to see them again in forward motion. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it's almost, it's this great little bit of a wink and get to go, oh, we're, we're inside the secret now. 
And that feels good, that sort of reveal. Is that enough to, does that substitute for story? And that was my issue at times, is going, what's going on in the story? I don't understand what's going on in the story. And the idea being that because she's shot, we have to go back to the past. That's the reason, and, you know, we get the whole, it's never been done. You can't do it. It's only three hours. Well, we'll, well, I'll try. And then it sort of works. in reverse, how is it more of an impact of a bullet wound coming out of you than it is going in you? I guess because if you're, if, is everything's so, reversed? It would go smaller. Is it something about radiation? About if it's inverted, it's because everything that's got to do with the because it's the technology that's inverted. Not though, then people can become inv- that's weird. Cause pe- I don't get it. Oh, I don't get it because because we're told it's not necessarily the you can't invert anything. They suggest it's certain properties, like yeah. only certain bullets can be inverted. She said, "Here's two bullets. One is inverted and one is not." And that became a big deal. So not everything can be inverted, but then they can be inverted when they go around this turnstile. Yeah. Which was a bit a bit off, and so that was basically it was a story excuse. I'm gonna go backwards in time, yeah, but linearly, and then they go forwards in the backwards. So once, so at times there's like two or three versions of these characters running around, yeah. Which is that my, was the thing, which is yeah. my issue with the one Kenneth Branagh on the boat, exactly, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they never really tie up that loose end, and they do say about not seeing or not not touching physically, yeah, your same self, yeah, you know which. Um, which and we is, also get told about, about the, the the grandfather paradox, which is them killing Kenneth Branagh yeah. should create. Because if they if she shoots Kenneth Branagh, she shouldn't have a scar on her stomach anymore because he can't go into the future where he hurts her. Yeah, there, there's, there's no Than, <laughs> there's no Thanos moment that I no. saw where he shows up and replaces original timeline him on the boat. If you have that and then he dies, that makes sense. Maybe they're just so tied up with all these different movie plots that they just didn't know how to end it i don't know it, it, i'd hate to be the storyboard guy where does i'm <laughs> sure there's something big brain that we all completely missed and then there would be someone screaming like oh there you didn't be. understand the intellectual complexities of the finale yeah. And i'm like yeah, yeah sure maybe and if you're I'm out tired. there and you want to explain it to me yeah I mean, please do, do please so. go ahead yeah. i mean you can link me to a video I mean, that's great i mean but if someone's actually going i watch for the first time and this is what we saw I, I'm, I'm all ears i mean yeah. but i'm saying you know as, as three fairly intelligent human beings here watching this film to, to get out of it and go I'm not really sure I get it. There's a problem in that film. Yeah. If you're film, here's the problem because he's not making a film for a niche super whatever audience. He's no. making a film trying to make a billion dollars. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so if we're coming out going, huh? I think I think there's something in that. Yeah. I think there's something going. You've maybe missed the market touch here, man. Because I yeah. love me some Nolan. Yeah. I do. Where does this fit in the pantheon of Nolan films? Middling, I Middle. guess. Yeah. It's really well. It's really well done. But that one issue of what's going on just brings it okay well, i think it's middling under middling let's play under. let's play the sort of name game if we shall i'll give you a film and you tell me if this is better or worse okay so is tenant better or worse than okay okay uh is it better or worse than memento worse worse i enjoy the story a lot inverted gun to my head i'll say worse but it's close yeah it's very close dark knight <laughs> worse worse Worse, but I don't. I don't rate Dark Knight that okay. high. Okay, anyway. then let's go a different direction. Batman Begins. Better. Worse. Slightly better. I'll go with you. I'll go slightly better. Slightly better. Yeah. I don't really rate that, that one. No, I don't. While we're at it, Dark Knight Rises. Better. Slightly better again. Slightly I'll go worse. I didn't mind. Ba- I didn't mind Dark Knight that rises that much. I liked it better than Batman Begins. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of where slightly. I, I think I have my order the same way as you, yeah, but yeah. whereas I would go here are the three Batman, I would basically go Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, uh, Tenet, <laughs> Batman Begins. Oh, okay. I think you've got it a little yeah, bit more. Slightly, yeah, slightly, yeah, yeah. So you're not giving it a Tenet of 10? No. A Tenet of 10? Mm. <laughs> I'm giving it a Tempole 1. Oh. <laughs> No, it's better. Oh, I don't know. It's probably one of these films that you have to watch twice. But like you said, for a big budget movie, you can't do that. Well, like, you know, when I watched The Prestige a second time, when I watched uh, Fight Club a second time, when I watched Usual Suspects a second time. Yeah. All those films are great, but they also gave me great first watches. Yes, exactly. And the moment where I went, oh, my God. I, I don't know, think right? ever gave me that. No. I mean, the, the clearest, the moment I get there most with Tenet is is it was her on the boat. Yeah. Diving off. That's yeah, the yeah, cool. yeah. That, but, that but, was my thing. But, was but, but it's not a break my brain moment. No, it's no, not, no, it's no, not no. Kaiser it's Soze. A, it's, it's, a, it's, not, it's not who is John Doe. No. It's not It's not the prestige. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. So It's just a, oh. It's like a, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. 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 Um, just finishing up our name game here, Inception. Better. That's difficult. Slightly better. I'm, I'm going to agree with Liam. I'm saying better just because I enjoyed the experience yeah. a bit more. I'll say better. Yeah. I, I care yeah, about the characters yeah. way more in this. Yeah, way more in this. Even though, I mean, by the time by the time we got to Act Three of Inception, I turned on the film. Yeah, exactly. When, 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 yeah, they, yeah. when they get to that ice level, I'm like, I don't yeah. care. This is stupid. Yeah, and don't confuse the spinning top. Don't you're just incepting me with that? The spinning top doesn't mean real or unreal. <laughs> it's just because he said that and showed me that. That's not what's important. No, no. Let's go back to the story. Uh, cop out. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't seen 1917, so I can't really. I haven't uh, seen that either. Sorry, I haven't I, seen. I haven't seen Dunkirk. I apologize. Oh, I Dunkirk. Seen Dunkirk. Oh, I've seen that. It's brilliant. Again, so, it's, Dunkirk's better than this, then. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah without okay. a shadow. The only thing is, with the sound of Dunkirk, sometimes it's really, really loud, and it's really, really quiet, and there's no in-between. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Um, outside of that, I think we've pretty much... Are there any other, any other points we need to bring out for this? Um, I, I, I quite like the ending. Uh, the ending ending. Um, but I felt like there should have been that love relationship more. <sighs> they teased you with it. And I then for the him to do though. what he did, it just seems... Well, okay, so, so he kills Priya, because Priya's about to have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, um, um, he, she gave him... Whatever her name is, not whacked. Yeah. And they would do it before the boy comes out. Like, the boy comes out like 10 seconds yeah. later. He's like, going to see it you anyway. Want to, you want to come out and see his mom just laying in a pool of blood there? I mean, yeah. come on. Oh, I know. That felt rushed. It did. felt very rushed. And, and, and I think... For the for Nolan, it was just like, how am I going to tie this up? Let's do this. Make make this a like. This is a film that gave me like a hundred and twenty second montage of him doing like chin ups in like a uh, in like a, a wind everywhere. Farm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like a wind farm, like working out. I got one hundred twenty seconds of that, but like fifteen seconds of killer before she comes. Like yeah, yeah. like build some. Like, I, not for a moment did I think she was ever in any actual danger. And if she's finally got the kid, shouldn't that be a moment that makes me go, "Don't take this away from her now." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, there's so much. Yeah. Like have me have her walk, have the car pull up, have her get closer, have her get the guy. Okay, go ahead, get ready, get ready. And then before she's off. done, get it. You know. And then all of a sudden you hear the gunshot, and then you realize, no, no, it's in the car, and it's 
yeah, the driver yeah. by him. Exactly. Like it, it wouldn't have taken much no. more. And you because the, the whole movie is about I need to finally be with my son. And what would be more cruel than having that taken away? And exactly. Maybe believe that for a second because the way they shot it, I didn't believe it for a moment. And how I, often, I know how, Denzel's baby boy is going to come in and save the day. <laughs> <laughs> He's the real equalizer. Absolutely. I mean, how often does she go on about being free? Yeah. you know and all that business and how she she says she admired the lady jumping off the boat which you find out is her yep um would have been better to have the car pull up like you said you know and have it, hear that gunshot and have it taken away from but it's not you know yeah and have him swoop in and save the day i mean it's ugh, i don't know it felt tacky ending yeah it did it felt a cop out yeah like i love the last because in the last shot it's her walking away with, with it, her son and then holding hands and I you was, could have that shot that shot that was, was great that was beautiful but i'm just like ugh. And I don't need to have one last look. They can. They can. And then she can walk off. That's fine, too. You know, if you want to pay. Because it felt like they did go halfway with a romantic s- subplot. Yeah. And then just abandoned it. Completely. And it's fine. Yeah. They don't have to end up together. No. But just acknowledge it with a look. Yeah. A look and she walks away. Or she smiles and waves and walks away. And he goes forward. Because his life, we know, is going to take him to be, you know... <laughs> Excuse me for the pun, Jean-Claude Van Damme. But he's going <laughs> yeah. to be a time cop. He is, yeah. <laughs> and, and she's going to go live her life. And God bless her for it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a film that gets like 80% of it right. Yeah. <laughs> and it could have been. And uh, the 20% is so wrong. I'm not saying I would have come up with the idea. I mean, the idea is no. fantastic. But it just feels like. It's very complex. I'd be very curious in knowing, Ethan, I don't know if you can look this up really quickly while, yep. we're, while we're looking at it. Is this one that his brother, uh, Jonathan Nolan, helped write the story for? I Because his brother's involved with things like Westworld and helped write the screenplay for The Prestige oh, and The Dark okay. Knight. So, so having two minds come up with it. I think he's more of a story guy. And I'd be okay. very curious to go, how much might he be involved in? Was he story and screenplay? Was he screenplay and not story? Was he involved at all? Mm. Yeah, this was just Nolan. Just, just Christopher Nolan. Just Chris, yeah. So yeah. I think maybe... If you had another brain baby brother, I think this is baby brother. I could be wrong. It was older brother, but I'm gonna say baby brother for the sake of this. I think baby, <laughs> I think baby brother could have maybe had a look at that and and, and just tightened. Yeah, it felt like it was like yeah, eighty percent of a Nolan script and just missing those those great touches because so much of the things I like about Nolan films is they know when to get out on. I mean, mm. the, the Dark Knight and how they choose to end that film, it feels organic and it feels right, right and poignant. Yeah. The Prestige is bloody yeah. no perfect with how it ends. And The, the ending of uh, Dunkirk has a beautiful finale. Does it? Yeah. And so that that's a bit linear. So that's a li- he gets a little bit more... Um, He's got more structure from it's, it. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's somewhat linear. Is it? Okay. I haven't seen it, so I just know that Dunkirk's a real thing. So yeah. I kind of, yeah. Uh, but but something like this, where it is so, it's important to go. How do you end it? And it's like they didn't, or how do you structure all the elements? And he didn't quite stick the landing. No, no, I agree with that. Put his hand out for the for the for the gun, and it kind of dropped the briefcase. And the, yeah, he he, it's like he dropped a bloody gold bar. <laughs> Clever. I will say this: my most brutal moment, and I called it. But still, when he catches the thief who stole in a gold bar, and then like beats him, to, bludgeons oh, him to death yeah. with a gold bar that he stole. Poetic. It was very Loved poetic. It. Loved yeah. it. Um, as well as I got a. a I don't. <laughs> there's a dinner scene very early on with a Russian. Um, is has um the protagonist over for over for supper for some reason. He needs to get into business with him, so they've arranged this meeting. And the wife goes, "You know, he's gonna think we're having an affair." And he's like, "Ah, that's all right." 
I'll worry about me. You worry about you. Yeah. And he sits down and basically gets told, we're going to take you out back. We're going to slit your throat. We're going to stuff your balls down your throat. Because I always love to enjoy watching a man as he chokes on his own balls. And he's trying to fish his own balls out <laughs> yeah, of his own throat. Out of his throat. And then just the protagonist goes, do you like the opera? And that's, and I guess that's a code phrase or something. But I was, was like, it was like, I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and then he goes over to the wife yeah. and has a word in her ear. And gives her a kiss. Yeah. Gives her a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> I'm like this is not. Eh, it was it was it was really weird. By the time he gets to the boat proper, it's like he's given up on the romantic storyline. Yeah. That had to be our entry yeah. point for the two. I don't know why he falls less. You know, maybe she's got an annoying habit that we weren't allowed to see. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I, I don't know what the deal is. Who knows? But, yeah. Who knows? So I guess good but not great is our overall. Yeah, good but not great. And just to echo what we did before the break, the three of us are saying, give it a watch. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. But, it's, it's it's a good it's a fun experience i think there's something you can take away from it yeah and you know what the last thing we saw at the theater you know it's miles better than bill and ted three <laughs> miles, miles better. better it's acted well it's i'll agree well. with that one yeah so you know um by all means go ahead uh check it out um buy a dvd borrow a dvd if you're at a location that allows you to rent uh, on a digital device, then by all means do that. It is definitely worth a watch, which is what we're saying. We're all saying see it. It's not it's not Nolan's finest, but it's still better than like 80% of the stuff out there. Well, I can guarantee you'll be talking about it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and if you figured out something that we, if you're like, you got a correction to make, please, we love to reflect and correct. Please we go ahead. Indeed. I don't mind being wrong. Let us know what we dropped the ball on and we're happy or to Or what do. we missed. That. Yeah, you know? or what we missed. And uh, I'm hoping it won't be so long before the next one. In fact, I've got one in the head for another see it or skip it cool uh we'll reveal that probably i don't know when we'll drop this actually this is kind of just gonna be in the can so i can drop it whenever oh okay we can use it but definitely gonna want to listen to um january early january's episodes because it'll tie into something potentially coming out so nice with that in mind that has been our see it or skip it on um tenet uh, unfortunately, David Tennant was not in Tenet. <laughs> Stealing my joke. If he did, I would have given it a Tenet of Tenet. <laughs> so, for best film ever, I've been Ian. I've been Liam. And I've been Ethan. And don't try to understand it. No. Just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next time. Take care, folks.